Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Brought to you by Ultimate Guard. What fruit? What fruit is gray? Exactly what fruit is the juicy fruit? <laughs> I almost want to send a letter to Mr. Wrigley himself. <laughs> Mr. Wrigley, like... uh, long-time chewer, first-time writer. <laughs> um, what, what I've been fruit enjoying your gum exactly... for uh, as long as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've been enjoying your gum since 87. Same price uh, the entire time, by the way, and I'd like to commend you on that. It's been, uh, it's been You've been keeping it low for years, despite uh, a lot of pressure from the market. Yeah, from big from big chewing from gum big to chew. go ahead and raise uh, from big chew. <laughs> Not big league chew, just big chew. Just big chew. But like what fruit exactly is the juicy fruit? Because the taste does move me. It and does move uh me. the problem is uh you say that the taste will that it will last and that is uh-huh. the one issue I have with the Juicy Fruit Gum. It seems that I need to constantly chase that feeling. So I was wondering if I could potentially, you know, purchase the Juicy Fruit plant. Uh, <laughs> from what, what are they planting to grow <laughs> the Juicy Fruit that later becomes the Juicy Fruit Gum? I need the Juicy Fruit. The fruit. <laughs> yeah. <And> people are... <laughs> it's fruit. like an Indiana Jones thing. We're just hunting the fucking juicy fruit. Dude, like the bad Deep guy. The fucking the ba- Cambodia looking the ba- for the juicy fruit. The bad guy has like, it's like an alien with like a mistranslated thing. They're like, we need the juicy fruit. And it says the taste will move us. And it's like, no, you don't understand that it's not real. They're like, we need the juicy fruit. <laughs> we will not settle for anything less. <laughs> Fuck. Nazis People- have been looking for it since 1941. The juice don't stop, they say. It it goes right through. Oh, my God. Uh, John, well, that taste is going to move you. And you know what's going to move me? What is that, Chris? The next episode of the RVA Returners (laughs) podcast. Boys, we're back. It's been a while. They're going to be like, it's been a month, and they're still on the juicy fruit thing. Oh, man. Quarantine does strange things to people. It's In between been, the last cast and now, long. I purchased Juicy Fruit. So maybe, I don't know, it might have been something one of you did also. But I, I literally, I did an ad on myself. So. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you did it. You couldn't control yourself. That's right, I couldn't. Sometimes you're just like, I need a fucking stick of Juicy Fruit. That's right. But I'm getting ahead of us, Chris. We haven't even been introduced. No, I, it, it's just been so long. It's been so long. Like, John, I might have forgotten who you are. I'm your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always, Badge, Gun, Strap them on, John. We're hitting the streets. John Schreiner, ladies and gentlemen. Detective. Ace Detective John Schreiner. I used to be John Schreiner. Back in the old world. Now I'm... Those days are long gone. A different John... Still John Schreiner, but, you know, a different one. Like, not... uh, No relation. Different one. No relation. No relation. (laughs) It's your deep cover name. (laughs) But, John, you know, it's been a while. And, you know, it's... It's you know it's the same song but a different dance. You know we quarantine is still going on. Oh, Official events are yeah. Who who the fucking thought? Um, official events are like there's there's no the there's no light at the end of the tunnel as of yet. But you know there some things have been going on. Um, you know we've and heard I rumors the about cart, the light. The, I've heard of the light. Um, there's like a lightning bug every once in a while. I like, got into the tunnel. So you're like, oh, there must be an exit somewhere. But like, this guy is kind of like a teeny piece of light. 
I get to like enjoy it for a minute. It, and it's it's a shame because I man, like there's been so much. Like I, I look at my calendar pretty much every day. I'm like, well, I should have been traveling here this weekend. I should have been going here this weekend. I should have been going here that weekend. Man, Chris, at this point, I should have just invested in a VR headset and gone on a couple vacations. I should have just, uh, I've been doing more of the <laughs> Al Bundy thing, like putting up the baby gate around the couch and just pretending I'm somewhere else. But <laughs> You just get a green screen for yourself and just look at, yes. watch yourself in Skype with like different backgrounds. Like That's that's mm. all I've got. That's all I've got. But, uh, <laughs> you know, John, this is here where I want you to cue the uh, the Phil Collins. It's already cued, Chris. Oh, wonderful. But, but what's really sad, John, there, there's something that was, that was supposed to have happened this past weekend. And I don't know, man. I was an extra, extra sad boy this past week because this was supposed to be Gen Con. Gen Con is, yeah. you know, not only is it some of the best, you know, Final Fantasy events that happen every year, but it's also just some of the best times with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um and like I really felt it this year. One of the what the thing too is I was uh, uh, my wife Samantha was actually going to come with me, and this was this was going to be her first Gen Con. Dude, I mean I've been, but I didn't go last year. A grave mistake on my part. Um, but I was going to go for three card games this year, man. I was hyped. Oh, I was going to play a shit ton of games this year. Yeah, I was going to if I could. I had like. No, I, I was pretty much going to play in like six different card game events. Yeah, I was ready to compete in three card games. Dude, I was like, ready you know, to fucking just, just yeah, like, gas up. And my hero and was just, supposed to be out in May. Yeah. And like we would have been testing that for Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I was uh I was ready, dude. I was so ready. And that's not even coming out until like February, but I mean we'll get to that. Exactly. And it, it's rough. It's 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 rough. And like the, you know, missing the you know the, the, the drinking with the boys, the hitting up that Irish pub, drinking those fucking little pitchers of long flavored Long Island iced teas. Dude, I oh. love indie. Yeah, oh yeah, those they have wild ice teas at that place uh i love indy man i i indy is a great city i used to go like every year for other events and uh yeah it sucks it, it really hurts like looking at the calendar looking at all the crossed out shit like i mean you guys are feeling it we're feeling it trust me everybody's feeling it but i mean that's why it's uh it's really important to kind of like especially when you definitely would have been having fun like you gotta just like at least talk to the boys you know reach out to the boys hang out a little do a little something uh, maybe record a cast, you know, just get get a little uh, interaction because, man, it would have really been a, a fun weekend for, like, a community weekend. And uh, we've been really not had any of those since, you know, March and, and even true. earlier. Really, reunion for most people was was it. Yeah, like, I mean, I yeah, I don't think other, I mean, I have, I mean, that was the last event most of us have actually played it. Yeah, like, I was Honestly, absolutely like, insane. I was a huge event. dum-dum and went to California in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, nothing, you know, I don't think many yeah. people contracted the COVID from that. I don't think anybody, you know, I didn't hear about anybody getting sick from that. But, uh, really, you know, I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been flying to California. Uh, we didn't really, you know, now, knowing what we know, you know, and stuff, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's, yeah, like, reunion was the last thing for most people. Some people went to fanfare, but that was mostly a West Coast thing. For like the East Coast has just been like we're hibernating, dude. It's been dormant. Yeah, it's been tough. It has been really, really tough. But you know, John, it's not all doom and gloom on this cast because you know we it's still not. like to have fun. And I mean, hell, Chris, we, we especially us, we've been hosting stuff every week, so you know we're busy. 
Yeah. And, you know, and, and you know, we'll get into that because, you know, just because, you know, the press, the printing press is down, just because, you know, the, the editions aren't flying off the stands like they used to. They're not lining up at my at my little, uh, you know, my fruit stand or you know, where you can buy my candy bars and, and crap. But and my juicy fruit. Yes. Yes. Got to get the juicy fruit. But, John, there's still a place where you can get all the goods. You can still get all the info, no matter what it is going on in the community. We've got it for you. And do you know where, where you can find that info, John? Chris, I think uh, I got hit in the head with it this morning as I was in my driveway. It might just be the news. <laughs> <laughs> a damn paper boy with his strong arms. It's just thanks. Dude. This is this is what I'm paying for. <laughs> That's exactly. Fucking like that kid's got a rocket on him. Kid, have you heard of the internet, dude? I don't know. You're, you're obsolete. This is a favor I'm doing for you. I like the yes. crossword. Uh, anyway, the crossword. <laughs> Creative Loafer has my favorite crossword. Hey, we had a crossword, okay? The RV Returners have put out Destiny's crossword. Dude, that, that was fucking <laughs> and if you've the never, best. And if you've never done Destiny's crossword, it's got many layers. Shame on you. It's got many layers. You can find it on our website. Yeah, it's deep. At least it, it, two it, separates. Yes, uh, that's the idea. Yeah. That's the idea. But, John, you know, not, you know, let's go to our first headline. You know, you, know, you kind of led into it saying that there's been something going on every week. John, you know what it's time for. Hit the podium. Put your, uh, you know, put your necktie and your blazer back on. Get your little American flag pin on. It's time for the Octagon State of the Union. Fucking Scat Man's back. The scat <laughs> We're dropping that album soon. Yes. <clears throat> uh, but let me get my papers in order here, Chris. Uh, okay, please. please do. All right. So, yes, uh, the Octagon State of the Union. Chris, we have just posted registration for number 60. Ugh, is it? Hold on. Is it giggity? I don't think it is. 68. We're almost there. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Return to Hideout number 68 is just open. Um, crazy to think of how many of these we've done by now. Uh, uh-huh. we've had a couple updates since the last time we, we did talk a little bit, I think on the last cast about changing to the new format where we're actually prizing out, uh, uh-huh. weekly. And, uh, thankfully we've had a couple people reach out since that cast, uh, especially big, big shout out to James Lockwood, who has, uh, supplied us with the promos, the monthly promos you might be winning at your LGS if you were able to attend, you know, um, uh-huh. which is a huge draw. You know, people really want those. It's huge. Like I, shit, I don't have these promos I'm giving away. In these tournaments, uh-huh. in these free events, man, you know. So we gave out uh, a world Zidane last week. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. I believe Muhammad is the one who walked <laughs> yeah, away with it. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. But yes, it was Muhammad who walked away with that. Uh, this week we have the Full Art Civ Clan goalie promo, the August promo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, heck, Chris. Right now we're recording this on August third, so this event is on the fifth. Um, this is right out of the. I mean, this is fresh. This is you know brand spanking new. Uh, most people uh-huh. haven't even seen this thing in person. And we've got one up for grabs. So that's a really awesome thing James is doing, giving us uh, that prize support. We're also giving out packs. In the filler weeks, we've been giving out some of the new sleeves, the new Shinra Company sleeves and the uh, Final Fantasy XIV sleeves. People haven't really had a chance to get out and buy from their LGS either. So those are cool Mm -hmm. for people to get. Um, Yeah, we just, you know, I've literally got two boxes back here, Chris. I just went ham online on the stores and got uh, some stuff to give out to people. So uh, if you're wondering where, you know, the Patreon dollars, the Twitch dollars go, it's I I literally spend it on prizes for you guys. So 
we bend over uh, backwards to give it right back. Yeah, to you. it is sitting in a box, uh, you know, going to you. So, um, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. And we have, uh, yes, Muhammad has been taking most of these promos off our hands. Funny because he just, uh, James just sends them right to his teammate. No, but you know, yeah. I, <laughs> I said, the irony. you got it. I said, what is this? You put your, uh, your like, uh, best fighter in, dude. You know, he's got like his ringer. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I'm going to put up this promo, but you're going to get in there and you're going to beat him up. <laughs> but he's gonna just give it right back to me. Muhammad hasn't even been playing the same deck every week. You know, he's a strong player, and he was playing that Sid sure. Two variant, and that was—I mean, uh-huh. how many games we watched him resolve three chaos in one game so many times? It's just disgusting. I mean, he's—he's uh-huh. uh, he's definitely been sticking to the you know the BFA Marshritz type stuff. But Muhammad is powerful, powerful, powerful as a foe. No matter what meta it is, no matter what deck he's playing, he's always been in our top three. Uh, but he's really been crushing it this season. He said to me that he really wishes we were in person because he feels like he'd already be world's cued. Like, he's just on this season. He's been playing so well. Uh, and we really got to give him a lot of credit for that. But at the same time, please, somebody beat this man. Come. Come take this shiny crown off of his head. I will give you extra prizes if you beat him. Oh, you put the bounty on I'll him, I'll put huh? the bounty on him. The bounty is on. I will. There will be packs. There will be a pack kicker. If you uh, if you beat Muhammad, if you take him like all the way out, I mean, you know, you get first, you get the promo. I'll send you packs. Maybe oh, we'll just wow. have to give out a pack if somebody beats him in Swiss, because at this point that hasn't happened really, except for one tournament. So like the likelihood I have to send out packs individually to a bunch of people is low. So and, yeah, you're, you know. you're once again bending over backwards to send prizes <laughs> out. To Please kill kill this man. I mean, don't kill. No, don't get in in oh, in the God, game no. in the card game. Com- combat him in cards. Yes. Uh, reminds me of <laughs> Chris. Have I ever told you about the Ace? No. It's story time for one second, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> oh, Excuse me. So in Pokemon, there was this man uh, who went, who went by the Ace. That was how he signed up for tournaments. That's how he was known. He was like this scruffy, almost like borderline homeless-looking dude uh, <laughs> who's just signed up for events as the Ace and just scream <laughs> scream out erratic things during tournaments. Uh, one of our favorite quotes that we we constantly say, uh, he yelled, "Who wants to die today in Pokemon? <laughs> in Pokemon? Oh my God, dude! This man this is a children's card game. Uh, <laughs> you you have you have the uh, you have like the the booth of like judges, you know, like the registration booth is like, um, well, the player who registered as the ace, please come up to the booth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's what a lifetime of drinking uh, will do there, you. there was a t-shirt going around for a while that was literally artist depiction of the ace uh, people were wearing. Uh, but <laughs> just, just, a, just, a, just a moment in history there for you. <laughs> Who wants Jesus to die Christ. today in Pokemon? In Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God he added that. Thank God he added that. It's okay now. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> All right, but uh, anyway, well. anyway, <clears throat> Octagon. Uh, yeah, so so that's what we've been up to. Um, I know, you know, look, guys, it's been tough. We we had wanted to host some bigger stuff, but like the energy of everyone is like as near zero. We need the e tanks seriously at this point. Um, so it's been tough. It's been tough to rally everyone together. But uh, we are. I am at least. This box is burning a hole in my pocket on this shelf back here. And so not this weekend because there's a Square Enix event coming up, which is the next piece of news. But the weekend after the 15th, uh, we should be hosting one in a box. So uh, we'll do we'll do 32 cap 
and people who are patreons get a preferred registration so we'll be reaching out to them very shortly beautiful beautiful so john hell of a segue um and you know you're you're definitely taking the reins on this one that's fine chris i've been plugged in definitely been just fucking backseat cruising these last couple months mm-hmm. um and, and we'll kind of talk about that a little bit more when we get to our main topic but uh go ahead and tell me because you've actually been competing you've been playing in some things well not um, competing too much talk, well, <laughs> but yeah sure yeah, yeah. Like, play yeah yeah i've been around the competitive scene Chris. that's for sure i've been watching yes. these people compete yes yes mm-hmm um, well, talk to me. Tell, tell me about the, what Square Enix has been up to in these downtimes. So, uh, yeah, I, these especially I haven't participated in as much, but uh, Square uh, EU, Tim over there, is hosting a TCG League, like unofficially, uh-huh. which we did touch on a little bit in the last cast. Um, mm-hmm. That's wrapped up, I think. Is it on its third season? It might be on its fourth season now. Jeez. Third or fourth, but they're cruising. They're going right along. Uh, they have a bunch of different... Um, like uh what's I, I was about to say archetypes so that's not really the thing like like rule sets so you know it's not always it's not just like a standard title l3 they actually are like oh this week you can't play fire cards like this week uh is singleton format like things like that so um they're trying really hard to not make it samesies every week uh and making things pretty creative that being said chris matiski is slaughtering most of those events uh and it was just his birthday it. happy birthday chris matiski yeah. if you listen to this I don't even know. Do you? If you do, it was a pleasure to play against you around one of the Influencer Cup, which I'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the the TCG League, uh, we want to shout out Gabe, longtime friend of the cast. Gabe taking a win uh, in one of the brackets, I think, in the last Beautiful. season, getting awesome prizes. Chris, did you see the picture that he put up of all the prizes that he got? I did not. Um, Chris, I had you had that, like, Dragoon playmat? You know that one you have, yeah. the Winter Cup playmat? He got, like, that yeah. plus. And Holy the fact shit. that he even got that is crazy, dude. He got that and, like, Damn, a bunch of other crazy line. stuff, dude. Good yeah, job. on a recorded line. Yeah, man, he, he was stacked. I mean, he had a, he put up a picture on Facebook. Gabe did a great job, man. He was talking to me a whole bunch, of, and I was uh, hyping him up. I was like, you got this, you got this. You know, he was doing a great job, even in the weird formats and stuff. He even reached wow. out to me and said, you know, I saw that the, uh, the Singleton is one of the formats for the influencer cup and if you need any help i just played in this thing <laughs> so what a stud. he's such a great he's a great guy uh big friend of the cast one of the last people i got to see in person because he was crazy like me and flew out to the uh the fanfare thing um oh, but yeah it was uh it was really cool to see him take that and that's been really neat of tim to do um they basically are like we said in the last cast they're operating in that gray area which is cool you know they're like here's the game uh you guys play against each other i'm gonna close my eyes and like tell me how you did you know what i mean kind of thing um so they're playing on you know whatever platform you can which is neat then there's also like an official official square enix is actually running this for players thing square enix eu again Uh, but it is open to all regions you just have to you know play in eu time and uh they're doing what we kind of do for our big events and they're doing it all in one day they're just running it like a tournament they're having you register with a Square Enix ticket. They're doing a webcam tournament. And what they're doing uh-huh. is pretty neat. They're giving out a signed Chalinka promo. So that's the Road to Worlds promo that would have been given oh, out shit. to the winners for the um, for the Crystal Cups. Really, the only person uh-huh. who has one of these is Evan Tang. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're signing it. Uh, Tim and Michelle are signing it. So what's cool about this, and this is no offense to them, is that this devalues this promo significantly, like to the point where the fact that this is the second of them that's ever been given out, it isn't a couple hundred dollar card, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, 
uh, you know exactly where this came from, the TCG League event. It's not like the Kageyama signature, right? It's like a signature from people who are really cool who you're happy to have a card signed by, but it doesn't increase the value of the card, really. It's just like a like a collector standpoint. It doesn't, you know? Um, and you can't get that graded. Like, that's, you know, they basically just make it a fun collectible instead of a serious money collectible. And I think that's really smart because it keeps it as a trophy card. Like, that player's incentivized to, to hold on to it. I'm all about uh, and, trophy And cards. we talk about how, um, you know, webcam tournaments are pile of answers tournaments. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to have something where you're giving it, you need it to be something that's worth winning, but that's unique in that way. So people can't just, like, yep. sell that after, you know, cheating on a, something like that. So it, it desensitizes yeah. uh, cheating, which is cool. I thought that was a good idea. Very smart. Um, if they were giving out TCG League kind of stuff, it'd be pretty hard to have it be, you know, webcam all the time. Mm -hmm. um, no, I agree. Yeah, so I think that's really neat of them to do. Also, one last thing that I can talk about now that they have announced it is Square Enix is doing an Influencer Cup, um, or like basically just an Invitational <laughs> uh, for eight players. Yeah, uh, definitely a better name. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of stuck on that name. I, it's just like... It was a weird Ugh. choice, uh, especially because, like, I mean, uh, yeah, we make content and stuff like that, but I'm not, like, getting paid to influence you. Yeah, I'm definitely not an influencer. So, I don't know how I'm influenced. Maybe I have an influence on you because, you know, we're personalities that you uh, that you enjoy listening to uh, or yeah. that you have some kind of opinion or, or, you know, respect for or whatever. I don't, you know, whatever. Either way, you could hate me, you could love us, you could hate what we do, you could love what we do. I don't care. But uh, that's the whole point is, you know, influencers are like, oh, uh, this company pays you to, you know, be an influencer. <laughs> Yeah. To literally change people's opinion or mind on something. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird word choice. Um, but Invitational, I think, would have just been fine. Especially because some of the people uh, are, like, known. Like, really well known. But they don't do content type stuff, really. So it's like, I mean, I'm not saying I should be more me than them. If anything, it, it should, like, I'm one of the people on this list who makes less sense, I guess. Uh, or I think so, at least. Uh, but basically, it's a bunch of world's competitors uh, and me <laughs> playing in this tournament <laughs> from a bunch of different countries. Uh, so it's Chocobo Joe, Colin, and me from NA. It's Nick Lowry from France. It's uh, yeah, Sasha Stark, uh, Sasha Werewolf Stark, as he's called here in the uh, Discord. I think I'm not sure if he named himself that or what. Uh, but yeah, uh, he... <laughs> who wants to die today? Who wants to die today? In Final Fantasy. <laughs> in Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. Sasha Stark is, I'm not sure, I want to say, I know he's from Europe, but I don't know what country he's Germany, from. I was going to say Germany, but I don't want to be making assumptions. I believe he's from Germany. Then, um, of course, we have uh, Mr. Cool himself, Alex Hancock, uh, previous world champion. And speaking of world champions, Kurosawa is also playing. Uh, the current champ, game. yes. And then uh, rounding us out is uh, Shikati himself. We were talking about him a little bit earlier, Mr. Matiski. Yeah. And so that's all eight of us, right? It's three from NA, uh, three from EU, one from Australia, and one from Japan. So nice. we are we got randomly paired on teams of two to play on behalf of promos. And the promo that my team, it's me and Nick Lowry, and we're playing on behalf of Pandemonium. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not supposed to spoil the results for you. Uh, so that, you know, people uh, don't know, you know, they're going to be posting these videos slowly over time. Uh, but the four promos are Pandemonium, Nyx, Barrett, and Belias. Uh -huh. So, that was pretty cool. Um, it was a neat thing of them to do. I 
wish we knew what the formats were when we were asked if we wanted to do it because I kind of would have just hard vetoed it. And I felt bad because like um, I was even telling my opponent, I was like, I'm super not invested in this format. Like I, I will play zero games of this to test this deck. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm just going to kind of build it and play it. Um, and, and maybe my opponent deserves somebody who, who uh, was a little more hyped for those formats. And that's not uh, his fault or my fault. That's, we got, you know, that was a surprise. Well, well, so, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Between you, me, and the coconut tree, uh, who the fuck wants to play Singleton? Dude, I mean, I don't even want to play L three much less. Yeah, that, much yeah, less Singleton. Kind of trash too. I just like, want to play. I mean, and that's hey, I just want to play constructed. And I don't exactly like people like it. People can play it, but you know, if if you're gonna well, like, I, don't be upset that I was upset that I had to do this. Yeah, because I don't mean that it was a surprise kind of thing. Way, just fuck L three. It's not good. I would have just chosen not to play in it if I if I knew that was yeah. my choice. I was making. So that's all. Um, I mean, it was really cool. It was a huge honor to get invited to this. I'm very happy. Uh, the finals is like best of five or seven or something constructed. And I'm just like, holy shit, I want to be playing that the whole time. I want to have three rounds of best of five constructed against these people. Like, it's an honor to play constructed against these people. I would mm-hmm. I would kill to play constructed against some of these people. Nope, you you had to play uh, against somebody. No. <laughs> oh, I'm going to play against the world champion in fucking Singleton. Well, thankfully, I played against uh, Matiski and constructed. Oh, I mean, and I have to bleep that out. Uh, twenty-five, thirty-nine. <laughs> Why are you supposed to say that? <laughs> I'm not supposed to give away results. I played against Matiski, oh. and he played constructed against me, and uh, and we had a very fun time. <laughs> That's the one I'll leave in. And um, and let's see. And then uh, I got to play Colin round two, and I got to play against the world champion round three in Singleton. So it was really cool. I mean, Colin's the only person who I normally get to play against, and it's always a pleasure to play against him anyway. So it was really uh-huh. neat, just uh having a platform to play against those people, which is also another cool thing about the TCG League and those EU tournaments. The next EU tournament is this weekend, the 8th. Registration is in the EU Discord. It is open to people from NA, but they start at 10 o'clock European time. I believe that's 4 a.m. Eastern. So just so you are aware. Colin played in the last one. I might play in this one. We'll see. Jesus, uh, tits, I mean, a... Chris, what the hell am I doing? You know, I'll wake up or sleep whenever. You know, it's a time. Time. Time is an amorphous blob right now. Um, what, yeah, but, fucking yeah. right about that. So I've been going on a little bit for this, but yeah. So those are the three big things Square Enix is doing: TCG League uh, by Tim. Um, the EU is hosting the um, the official webcam tournaments. Also, thank you, big shout out to Tim and Michelle, and then uh, all of them: Tim, Michelle, uh, RB, and. Uh, Kageyama-san, everybody's pitching in for the Influencer Cup, so that's really neat of them as well. I believe that they're going to be doing commentary over them, uh, so it'll be cool to have those guys doing commentary. Cool. Well, up next, um, and this kind of rounds out the news, uh, Opus 12 spoilers have still been coming. Um, did they, I, I don't remember reading it, did they ever say that you know what Opus 12 had been pushed to? Like November, right? Yes, yeah, so Opus 12 is currently pushed to November, and they're not spoiling something every week, but they're spoiling, like, uh, it's not even every other, I don't know, erratically. Uh, yeah. We had talked about how we weren't really ready for these yet, and how it was, like, way early, especially pushing it back to November on the last cast. Um, still kind of feel that way, but, you know, I mean, in the wake of, like, literally nothing else happening, uh, I'm happy to at least get this. So, yeah, yeah it has people have been happy to talk about them. Um, it seems like people are are just kind of excited for a new set 
which is um, maybe just something to distract us, right? You know, more shinies. So that's, uh, yeah, people are definitely talking about them, so it's worth posting them. Um, but they have a lot of time left before <laughs> we've got another oh, three months. All the time in the fucking world. So I think that's and why almost all the spoilers have been heroes, is they're really slow rolling it. Sure. And I know the last ones we talked about um, were we talked about Lonnie and we talked about I'm not going to try to butcher that Selk. fucking name. Yeah. Um, we talked about them on the last episode. So who's who's next? You said it's Gallif, right? Gallif, yeah. Uh, okay. So so I'm going to read this to you because I, I know you're looking at a different version, but you'll you'll kind of get the gist. Uh, so he's a three drop seven k uh, category five dawn warrior. During each attack phase, Gallif cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. Really neat. Damage 3, when Gallif is put from the field into the break zone, you may search for one earth forward of cost 2 or less and play it onto the field. Search is pretty big. Search your deck for one earth forward of cost 2 or less. Uh, And then Unfaltering Volition. Unfaltering Volition. This is S ability. Just S. Activate Gallif until the end of turn. Gallif gains plus 10,000 power and Gallif can attack once more this turn. You can only use this ability if Gallif has received damage this turn. Um, so basically, you attack with this man every single combat because he can't be broken. Uh, now, if he takes lethal damage in combat, he does die as soon as the attack phase ends. Yep. Because uh, the rules process check will kill him. But the thing is, uh, it's like he's the ultimate, like, hey, my guy won't lose. So, like, are we taking this trade? Are we doing, you know, we're going to do this thing? Mm-hmm. Do I have unfaltering volition in my hand and get mm-hmm. to just, uh, you know, plus 10 and attack again like plus 10 blows anything out chris anything Wait, you're you, you're you don't combat trick above that in response you have to kill him in response and he can't be broken so what yep. are you gonna do you know you gotta do the damage on top of that stack that's pretty intense um and, and even then right when he goes to the break zone you get to just slap a fresh body in there so like i i like the idea of just tagging in somebody Two or less, man. You can just slap in like the Suzuhisa, get two cards back. Yeah, um, or ta- bring in Undead Princess and just dull a guy. Mm-hmm. But the or, the know, flavor, fucking... Chris, the flavor yeah. pack that comes in this ramen is Kryl, two drop Kryl. So Gallif yeah. dies, right? He dies, and Kryl comes into play. Mm, so juicy, because you because there's there's this well spoilers. <laughs> yeah, not to go into the next one, but uh, that this is we've already got a two drop Kryl that's really really good yeah but uh, i think chris we will just move on to this one because it's the perfect segue so let's just talk about yeah. the brand new two drop crowd but uh, before we do that uh gal i like gal oh, okay yeah i mean <laughs> we are fast forwarding a little bit past him yeah i think he's solid he's uh earth yeah. just needs more of these like oh i have the big sticky board state he helps me like push that to an advantage yes absolutely and he's, he's great because earth also too like earth kind of gets blown out by like cards like famfrit mm-hmm. yeah he's but like this is like a good this is like a good kind of not well, right now you don't not right now you don't yeah the ex exactly. burst can't take him out that's pretty big yeah mm-hmm. yeah good. because of like a fanford or something that's like ex break that guy that doesn't you know have a second resolution after attack mm-hmm. phase so that is a really cool highlight of him chris i didn't think about it. that's awesome good yeah john you point that out uh, but yeah, so we do have a new Kryl, and the very first thing I'm going to say about this card is, man, I know this isn't a visual cast, but you should see how weird 
uh, my face looks fucking when I look at how weird this card Gerber looks. Gerber baby art. Uh, she's, I don't know, look, I know she's young, but she's got, like, this weird Gerber baby face, and this dragon is just licking all up in there, dude. He is getting in there. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what it is about dragons. People are like, oh, it's like a dog. There's nothing about that tongue that's like a dog. Like, the dog would have this cartoony-looking tongue. It wouldn't be like, yo, let's get this really realistic, like, sharpened-looking tongue to just, really, just to be really licking yeah. up on her face. Dude, I am so uncomfortable looking at this card. Yeah, the, the art's. I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. The art's kind of an eyesore, and I hate to say that because, like, I, I'm sure a lot of effort, a lot of thought, and I hate to dumpster somebody's artwork. It's just I don't think it's just it. It's not on the right card. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's it's weird. It's real weird. Can we Photoshop the yeah. tongue out? I'd feel a bit better about this card. Or just put, like, the Gerber baby face on her <laughs> face. But anyway, uh, the top half of the card, eh, the bottom half of the card is where the action is, Chris. This is Kryl is a two-drop forward job warrior of light, always relevant. Absolutely. Opus 5, or Opus 5, <laughs> category 5. <laughs> Opus 12, category 5. Uh, when Kryl enters the field, choose one summon from either player's break zone. You can cast it this turn. So basically you treat it like it's in your hand. Yep. Um, if you cast it, remove that summon from the game after use instead of putting it in the break zone. So you basically deny your opponent the summon and get to use it. Uh, but it's only if you use it. Yep. And can you pay for it with any color or no? Nope. You just It's regular old, like as if that summon is sitting in your hand. That's it. Just yep. that's it. So there are drawbacks, definitely, and that's one of them. We'll talk about that in a second. The and, second and effect is free, very similar. Well, the well, yeah, the summon's not free, correct? Yeah. Uh, that first ability is a free auto. Then her second ability is uh, one tap. Choose one summon from either player's break zone. You can cast... Uh, the, oh, sorry. Both of them are either player. I don't know why. I thought that was different. Uh, choose one summon from either player's break zone. You can cast it this turn. Uh, if you cast it, remove that summon from the game after use instead of putting it in the break zone. So it's the exact same effect as her enter effect. She just gets the enter effect for free when she comes in. And then she can continuously, every turn, pay one and tap to do that again. Now, um... Like you said, you do have to pay for the summon, and you do yep. have to pay the right colors for the summon, so the utility is very limited on uh, getting summons from your opponent's break zone that are relevant. She is, however, in the same color as Tiro, which kind of opens all that back up. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm personally not a fan. Um, I, think, I think she's kind of a go-around-your-elbow-to-get-to-your-thumb kind of card. Um, to me, the best <laughs> thing about heard her, that, and I love yeah, that. That's so good. The, 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 yeah, I mean, she. I, I think I don't think the 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 reward is worth what it takes to get to it because it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Like you have to not only pay for this card, which yes, it costs two, and yes, you, there's a way you can put it in for free with some other things. But then it's like you have to be able to, you know, you have to set up that turn to pay for the summon that you want. Um, Once every five hundred years, Chris, when the planets align. There's yeah, this gateway. Just, There's this 12 second gateway for cards like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, I, I don't. Once think, every millennia. Right now, even still, like a lot of decks, you're not running a lot of summons, and you're not like it's not like you're really denying your opponent anything either. Because if you're playing an Earth deck, and you know, yes, I get it, Tiro's there, but do I want to use Tiro to pay for something that? That's a summon I didn't even build. Really yeah, exactly. Build into my deck. You know. Yeah. Exactly, and so I, I think it's fine. I think its best use is as S fodder for Spellblade Cryo. <laughs> there it is. Like she's a cheaper one to use as S fodder for the. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I mean it's uh it, it's situational. That's what it is. Chris. It uh it requires a lot of little things to line up, and I don't like it when just one domino knocks down the whole thing. Uh, however, this card is uh, is fun. It's fun, fun, fun. This is a fun, cool, funsies little thing because you can choose your own summons, of course, uh, every time. So it's like, oh, look, I can do these weird little like summon combo things with her. Uh, that is pretty cool. It's like instead of casting the card from my hand, I you're still like you're casting the summon at you know two discount, but you're paying two and paying Kryl. So basically, you're like you're just uh, paying an additional two for a summon and getting this free body kind of thing. Or, you yeah. know, however you want to spin that. But it's a, uh, you get a little bit of a discount there, um, which is the draw. That's, you know, but uh, it costs slots. So I think it's tough to play this to play your own stuff exclusively. Yeah. I, like, I I'm already just, just getting my own summons and playing them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's very go around your elbow to get to your thumb, and it's just not, it's, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Well, good thing, uh, you know, the art wasn't horrible and the effect was super great, that's a, right? That's you know, a legendary, that's a, isn't it? That's an L, yeah. That's a legend for, uh, for Earth. An L indeed. <laughs> an L indeed. Uh, but speaking of Final Fantasy V, let's keep this going. We've got the boys here. And by the boys, I finally do mean Bart's and Boko, Chris. They have yes. printed a Boko card. So we will go over Bart's first. Bart's is uh, the art for this set right or he's one of like beautiful, the uh one of art. the big original art pieces that they're putting on like a lot of the posters and stuff like this this is really cool art um bart's is a four drop forward warrior of light again i love that they're doing that with the five forwards now um he is a category five into city if that matters uh the forwards of cost one you control gain haste well, that's pretty cool and when bart's forms a party and attacks you may search for one forward of cost one and play it onto the field He's a four drop 8K. And before we finish talking about his full effect, we do have to go over the Boko because obviously every single thing about Boko synergizes with all of Bart's effects. Boko is a one drop 3K Chocobo from category five. Uh, and he is the card named Bart's you control gains a thousand power and haste. And when a party you control deals damage to your opponent, draw one card. So these guys give each other haste when they're out because Bart's haste one drops and Boko haste Bart's. Boko makes Bart's a 9k haste, and you party with both of these guys. So you're basically you're coming in at you know the 12k, and you get to search for a forward to cause one and play it. When you do that, and if that party deals damage, you draw a card. Mm-hmm. Now another question too, I need to look. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a quick look at everything. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, so in response to this party attack, you can, like, play Shara and, mm-hmm. like, 3k their chump blocker. Does the... Ch- the um, Go ahead. I'm trying to think. Is, is Black Chocobo a one-drop? Or what's the yes. one that says, like, that things yes. can't be, uh, can't be yes. broken when they Black party Chocobo, attack? Black Chocobo says things can't be blocked when they party attack. Okay. Uh, there is there a can't be one, broken right? when they party Yeah, it's a one-cost 3k Black Chocobo, also Category 5. <laughs> Also, Jack I don't Chocobo. remember. Uh, yeah, so that is, uh, and that's cool because uh, it doesn't haste the Bart's, but if you party attack with that and Bart's, uh-huh. um, and, and Bart's haste all the one drops actually. So you attack with Bart's and Boko, you play uh-huh. Black Chocobo, and he party attacks with something that's already been out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, he I does. I think that's a great target there, Chris. That's a great. 
and yep. that has a lot of different synergies too. The Chocobo Job synergy, the uh-huh. Final Fantasy V synergy. Yep, I, I I think he's actually gonna have a really big home in like Chocobo list because just just grabbing one of those one drops and there's also that one drop that gives like the party attackers like plus four thousand mm-hmm. as long as gives them first strike. first strike. Yeah, um, I think that's neat. And then you can get real real goofy Sharos one you mentioned. Uh, I mean, already that's probably especially with Martian Ritz being what they are. A uh, white mage uh, is amazing to just drop into play. The guy that you pop yep. him and you can't take the damage this turn. Yep, and wow. then you can even get cute. You know, maybe find an excuse to play. You know, play Barton like a final Bart's in a Final Fantasy Nine shell, uh, letting you access Vivi. Just being able to search that guy out of your deck, throw him into play, and nuke something for seven k. Yeah, uh, um, there's the Kate Sit that dulls a guy, right? That's pretty yeah, neat that's, to do on attack. And lightning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just attacking, like, scoot that out of the way. Yeah, that could just win you the game. And then you've also got, um, there was another one that I had right there on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, the 1CP Ramza. That's another one you can bring him into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in that lightning uh, element, yeah. yeah uh, I'm just um, looking at a list here. I mean, Deuce uh, with the 2K power buff. Um, yep. If you're doing pirate stuff, like kites. Oh, Bobby Corwin. He can oh, form a party I'm, with I'm forwards of any core. element. That's, that's what right. I'm saying. Fucking B Corwin. He's coming out. That's uh, another, that's you just slap Suzuhisa onto the field. Yep. Uh, and he's just going to, you know, draw you two cards. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Windwater. Yeah. You could play Windwater, Final Fantasy IX, Splashing the Fire VV. That's pretty fun, Chris. Yeah. March just gets the fucking just. Oh, new. Leo could be a huge body if you just drop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the VV. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a cool card, man. I actually really, really like it. I think it's fun. Um, the 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 only if there was any downside I could think of is the fact that it's named Bart's. Um, you know, when I think win cards, obviously, obviously you're not playing this version of Bart's in mono win, like mm-hmm. at all. You're just fucking not doing mm-hmm. it because Big Bart's is still, you know, that 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 is his roost. He is he is the biggest dog in that yard, <laughs> and no one is uh taking his bowl from him. Um. But I, I like this Bart's and other um, lists. You know him being a warrior of light again. Going back to that wind, water, Final Fantasy Nine bullshit. You have that backup that can search him out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, he checks a lot of boxes for me. I think he's fun. Um, but I do think if you're playing him in a Chocobos, like if you're playing like mono wind Chocobos, then he's definitely playing. You can play him in that deck, and I think he definitely has a home there. Yeah, God, just slap him in there and <laughs> this Boko, and that's really gas. That's a really gas yeah. turn. Uh, I like that a lot. And like you said, they're both tutorable, so by a couple yep. cards, uh, thanks to those jobs and names, so that's going to be pretty neat. Yep, I agree. <laughs> Love Eight those cards. boys. Those are those are uh, on spot on for me. Spot on. Yes. Uh, then we have, let's see, we have, uh, oh, we can talk about the dual element Shantoto that got spoiled. Okay. So this is another Shantoto. This is a two-cost uh, 7K, Chris, but uh-huh. it is Earth Lightning dual element. So remember, yep. dual element means that you must discard at least, or sorry, you must use at least one CP of each element to play the card. So if you are discarding for CP, that would mean you would have to discard a Earth and a Lightning. Um, and you can't discard this card for one of each. You must choose two of one of them. If you have things that reduce the cost of a forward, like Glauca, it does not reduce to zero. You must always use one, at least one of each color. So, Shantoto, yep. that is the downside behind the 2-drop 7k. People are just like, what is this insane power creep? This is now the new normal. No, this is uh, there's a lot here, right? You're not discarding two cards from your hand. So, this costs like 
three or four, or it has a very specific backup requirement, uh, which can get you stuck a lot more than you think when you're not, you know, in the middle of playing this card. But let's go over what it does because it might be worth the investment. When Shantoto enters the field, you select one of the two following actions, so it's modal. You can choose a forward other than Shantoto and it gains haste until the end of turn. Or you can choose the forward you control, and it means this forward cannot be broken until the end of the turn. And Chris, there are crazy cool implications to both of those triggers. Yep, I, I think um, I think the only problem I have with the card is in those elements. I don't even think you're you're playing the Shantoto at all because you're definitely playing big Shantoto because you're probably playing some sort of rampair list. Um, if you're playing those elements together I for agree. the most part. Now let's the talk most about part. cheating this into play. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so now we're talking. She's a two drop. Let's talk about Phoenix. Means... Let's talk about Arnea. Uh, Gallif. Gallif. Yeah. Our boy. Phoenix. I, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the Phoenix implications are kind of good there. Um, nothing better than swinging with something. Somebody puts a, some kind of crazy surprise block and you're just like, boom, Phoenix Shantoto. Yeah. In. That guy can't and be broken. Also, here's my seven K. Yes. Uh, or just exactly. Phoenix to 7K block, and then, you know, something else can't be broken. Like, there's just so many. This is a really crazy ETB to put, like, modal yep. ETB to put on a card. I don't care if this is multi-element. I did the drawback thing, guys. I talked about the drawbacks. I tried real hard to, to highlight the drawbacks before we looked at the rest of this card. Um, yeah, I, it almost should have been a three just because of those cheating implications, Chris. But yep. they very specifically parked it here at a two, and I think that's what you have to do to make this Shantoto C play. So yep. no, uh, absolutely, you have to. It's going to be pretty neat. Going to be pretty neat. And speaking of cool. dual element cards, I think is this the last one we have to go over? Uh, Leon, yeah. All right, yeah. So this is Leon. He is a two cost fire and ice card. Also a two cost seven K. Remember those same drawbacks. Uh, he is theater rhythm and category two. Obviously, job rebel this time. They uh, they're sticking with that. When Leon enters the field, select one of the two following actions. Modal seems to be the theme. I get it. It's a dual element, right? Um, one fire thing, one ice thing, right? So the fire thing here, choose one forward, dull it, or freeze it. Sorry, that's the ice thing. <laughs> and the fire thing is choose one forward, deal it 3,000 damage. Uh, this is a discount. Laswell at least, Chris, huh? Yeah, I, I think it's fine. Um, I don't think you're playing any more than a one-of. Um, I don't know if it if it sees play in like an FF six shell, but I think because it costs two, um, I think it, it has, it potentially has a home in like an FF eight shell um, because you're already getting plenty of dulls and freezes off of squall and Renoa. And then you can just Phoenix this guy in and get another one of those effects and just kind of push through for game. Dude, what is uh, um, they call booty call implication, right? So, so this guy yeah. has Phoenix summon implication he's got PSI yes. serious PSI. He does. <laughs> he come in like Fuck the him. fact that you come in and you dull freeze uh, something else and then block that thing, like mm -hmm. as a defensive play or to like trade up with a 10k, yep. like ye old uh, or I mean hell, trade up with a 12k with if you're Phoenix exactly because in. of the burn yeah. and even the burn right. Like if you do that with Phoenix, that's you're you're slapping 5k onto something. That's what I'm saying. Kill, trade up with that 12k. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot you can do. Um, I like another rebel in mm -hmm. red, but you do have to play ice with this, so it still doesn't make Furion as good as he should be. Um, and the other thing about this is, I think Chris, I really like this in that deck, like Fire Ice, where uh, what you want is you want to play Genesis three times, but you can't, so you play Genesis and Laswell, right? I really like just like one of this guy also, just maybe in that same 
group of numbers, like maybe the same total number of slots for these three cards, but just another like unique named way. And he has the same quote unquote backup cost as Laswell has, right? Because you yep. almost never want to discard that fire card. You want to tap one fire. So you're going to be tapping yep. at least one ice, uh, you know, probably two other backups to play Laswell. So it is kind of, uh, I think that he does find a spot in like just one of, like you said, one or two of to be one more of those, like, hey, get that out of the way cards. No, absolutely. That's why I think he really shines in an eight list over a six list. Because I think That's I true. think for the most part in the six lists, you're 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 really just banking on the the hand disruption, the early control, mm-hmm. and then you're just using those out of, get out of the way effects to push for game. Mm-hmm. But FF eight is just it's all just pedal to the fucking floor, move them out of the way, keep them out of the way with, with playing guys and freezing stuff. Your summon your summon suite is there to free stuff and get stuff out of the way um and phoenix like that's literally your summons in the deck mm-hmm. so no, I, I think he's i think he's solid i think phoenix he's a summon solid implications card. for sure exactly psi psi him and shanto <laughs> that's right they've got serious psi that's right I think that might be the name of the episode, John. Phoenix Summon Implications. Either that or Blessed.exe. <laughs> we the didn't other. use a, the Blessed joke, though, I know. I love Blessed.exe. Okay. Yeah, so uh, good. <laughs> um, well, I think Serious PSI is the way to go. Serious PSI. Phoenix Summon Implications. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think that some of these cards, man, they're, they're pushing this stuff in a cool way. Um, it'll be neat to see, and, and here's a thing to think about, is a lot of these, yeah, like the like the martial arts BFA value train, right? Um, I mean, these are things that are rewarding you for, like, oh, I played my two backups turn one, and then they popped off on me. It's like, well, now I can play these, like, pretty powerful effects with a big body that, like, reward me for building on turn one my two backups. Uh, these are, re- like, they don't reward at all people who want to discard cards from hand to gain an, an immediate advantage. Uh, but the fact that they're two costs means that they specifically do reward you like setting up a little bit and then playing them. So I like that a lot. I like that uh, we're pushing these mid-rangey but still early game cards because I think that's what we need to strengthen in the game right now in order to drag games out a bit more or make them less explosive. Yep. No, I agree. Make them a little more tradey. Make them a little more back and forth. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. No, but that's all the but, spoilers. Uh... Yeah, that's spoiler. That's pretty much all the news we got. Um, the the I mean, really the yeah. I mean, that's it. Like we've kind of covered we've covered fucking month and a half of news in what, thirty <laughs> minutes. Hey, you know what? It's um, it's dry out there as far as, as news. Um, it is dry. You know, hopefully we'll have some more to bring to you uh, next time. That's that's more than just you know three or four more spoilers and another two online tournaments that happen. But for now, guys, you know that's where it's at. So I think it's important that we, you know, you don't have to play in all of them, but everybody do your part, you know, like participate in some of this stuff because um, we we want to keep this game going. You know, we've seen other games, uh, RIP Transformers, and some other games that get lost to time here. Yep. Um, Absolutely. We don't... To me, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's semi-related, right? Like that's just, yeah. you know, we that's that's really like the first casualty. I mean, we and we kind of talked about this, like this this type of environment just isn't really conducive to to this hobby that being um, said i mean sales very, for cards in general have seemed to be doing very well yeah which is odd like because this is a very this is a very social hobby um i it's agree a, it's it's, a, it's an in-person hobby for the most part um because outside of a few like outliers i mean digital card games they don't really scratch the same itch 
Uh, yeah, um, no, even playing the game we love digitally, not the same. Yeah, definitely, definitely not the same. Um, and I've never really flocked. I, I, Hearthstone never did anything for me. Magic Arena was fun in small bits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just never been an online card guy, and I, I've been very vocal about that really since day one. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I can't fault you for it because, yeah, you've always said that even before you had to be kind of an online guy. And it's like, yeah. you know, hey, uh, not my bag. Yeah. I'm just going to go I'm an do something else. Guy. This is the social aspect of it. And this is just a good segue into the main topic. Um, one of the things we kind of talked about are if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to the last episode of the Triple Triad podcast. Um, it was actually, it was kind of like a, where are, where are they now kind of episode. And one of the things that, uh, you know, some of the people said that, that just playing card games online just isn't what, isn't their bag. It's the social aspect is what brings them out. Um, not just the, the game is very good. Like we, we, we can't say that enough. Final fantasy is a very, very good card game, but really the, the friendships and the relationships I've made in this community, like that's what keeps me going. Um, I've met some some of the best people I've ever met in my life playing this game, and the fact that it's Insane. I don't get to have those same interactions when I'm sitting in front of my computer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I cherish so, getting to hang, get on and talk with you on this and stuff. You know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, it's absolutely not. I'd drive down there in a heartbeat if I could hang out for a weekend. Yeah, you know? ab- absolutely. And so, like, you you get you get flustered, right? Especially when you know you're trying your best to you know. You wake up every day hoping that the shit's going to be over because mm-hmm. um, you want to get back to, you know, a sense of normalcy. You want to like, again, you know, we talked about this earlier where like you're just watching the days go by. You've marked, you've, you know, you the beginning of the year, you had your PTO calendar. All right, I'm going to take this weekend off for a Crystal Cup, going to fucking Gen Con, going to this, going to this. Mm-hmm. And then you're watching those days just come and go and you're scratching them off your calendar. It's like, fuck, man, like this was. This was supposed to be it. And, you know, we've said we've said this many a times like this was this was boomtown for this game. Like, you know, coming off the heels oh, of, man, the, yeah. of, of the seven Whew. remake, like this was fucking this was gangbusters, man. This was this was it. Yeah, this, this could have popped off this year. Yeah. And like the longer it goes, like the the more fearful I become. And like I said, you know, we see we see a very popular ip like transformers and the mothership hasbro cut its own fucking throat they were like has you know hasbro's like mm-hmm. transformers yeah that that we fucking made that yeah uh yeah that card game it's out done yeah done yeah so it, it's you know that being like the first casualty like that scares you when i mean granted yes there's a lot more to it than that you can argue wizard you know wizards their their mm-hmm. cash cow is magic always has been magic and you've seen that with all the other card games that have come and go Harry Potter, um, Star Wars, you know, things like that. But I guess the big difference there is those are licenses that maybe they just didn't want to pay for where they don't have to pay the license transformers. It's their own shit. They own it. Why bother buying it? You don't have to go to the store to buy the the vegetables. You grow them. (laughs) Those are right in the backyard, man. They're right there. Look at that. Look at that. The card card games we have at home. Transformers. Exactly. So like, like, but but that like that that scares me a little bit because like I mean I'm gonna be honest with you, the longer this goes on the worse it is for this hobby and that's and that's frightening because I want to be, I want to be able to play this game in person again like that I cling to that yeah same you know, I want to be able to play all my card games in person I want to be able to have dinners with all the boys afterwards I want to go I want to go to a hotel spend a weekend with the boys drink my fucking face off 
play cards, have a good time, win, lose, or draw, and just hop back on a plane, hop back in the car when it's all done, hug everybody, say, I'll see you at the next one. You know what I mean? Chris, I know exactly what you mean. Of course oh, I know man, what you mean, so... dude. You know, yeah, it's tough. It's it's uh it's been hard, man. It's uh people you see people <clears throat> doing the exact letter of the law of like whatever the most they're allowed to do is. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. "All right, now this weekend you're allowed to go out, but be careful." It's like, "No, immediately. I'm in the car." Like <laughs> like I oh, don't yeah. go out. <clears throat> Things like that. It's um it's people are are stir crazy and it's getting crazier, man. And we've said this uh over and over. I mean, months have passed now. Um <clears throat> and we were saying, you know, this is a, it's going to get harder before it got easier. And everybody's really felt that, you know, myself yeah. included, everybody. Um, you know, it's no surprise this is, you know, a month after you heard the last episode. Um, and we were just saying to each other, you know, we expected to be, uh, we had all these grand plans for episode 100. We expected to be there oh, by yeah. now. Um, and we're, we're crawling towards it at this rate. But uh, I think, yeah. you know what, at the very least, getting there will be, we'll have a lot to celebrate and we'll have, um, We'll have have more to do. It does put more weight on, you know, when things do get back to normal. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Um, And that's why, you know, it's kind of, this is also kind of me apologizing for not having, you know, not really, you know, you know, we, we dedicated, you know, we talked about wanting to do more, wanting to, you know, really, you know, give, you know, almost beat you guys over the head with content, but like, there's just no, there's nothing there. The, the, The well's dry right now. And it's, I, I can't blame anybody. Like there's, there's nothing going on. And like, we can't, we can't travel. Um, you know, our game stores are open, but like not for in-person events. So, you know, and I'm not good. Like I, to me, you know, say what you want to about COVID, about government conspiracies, you know, what, whatever, whatever your opinion is your opinion. And I don't, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death. your right to say it. At the end of the day, we all kind of have a duty to each other. We all want to get back to normal. We all need to look out for each other. Um, and if we don't look out for each other, this shit's not going to change. Mm-hmm. No matter what the underlying cause is, whatever you think it is, whatever you swear to God you know it is. And this and this isn't like a jab at anybody in particular. Mm-hmm. Just you know because we i mean we see we see it on social media we see it on the news every day and that's the thing is uh you know no matter even if like this thing that you think it is is true the way to get out of this is still just being kind to each other <laughs> like like even right. if you know even if this big this horrible conspiracy like okay well then it's still them against us the people right so let's yeah. at least be nice to each other like yes and let's do the right like, thing yeah <laughs> like be kind like be respectful of each other like think about other people man like just Oh God, I don't know how how else to drill it into people's heads. Exactly, and like it kind of it kind of hits home, right? Like uh, I don't know if you saw Miles um, Tyler, his uh, the, yeah, the video of course. Right before, like almost right before we started recording, he went live saying that he's got to close his store for another couple weeks because somebody no willingly, knowingly who tested positive for COVID just goes in the fucking store and just just hangs out and doesn't distance and just does shit like that, and it's just like fuck, it's man. Wild. Chris, do you know? <laughs> Do you know about the Corrupted Blood story from World of Warcraft? Um, no. So, way back, way, way, way back. Uh, I swear this is relevant. It's super relevant. So, way oh, back when you. World of Warcraft started, um, uh-huh. when the second raid came out, they had this boss. At the end of the raid, uh-huh. the boss uh, would suck the life force out of everybody as a mechanic. Uh-huh. So, what you did is you had to corrupt your blood with uh-huh. this debuff. So that when he took your blood 
he was corrupted and then you could defeat him, blah, 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 whatever, right? So they make this new mechanic. They make it so that you can't take this mechanic out of the instance. Once you beat the boss, the mechanic goes away. Uh, well, what people do is people, you know, you had to like feed your pets or you had to upkeep your pets back then. So they dismiss their pet. Then they leave the instance. Well, there was a bug they hadn't thought about like the pets. So the pets still have this debuff and this debuff has corrupted blood, which is a damage over time effect. So you just slowly die. Okay. Well, this is a high level raid. So what happens is this is a highly, highly contagious dot. So when you go near other players, they, ca they get it and low level players instantly die. Wow. Middle level players have like this ticking timer they can't stop of like I'm going to die. And high level mm. players can like survive it long enough to like 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 they can like upkeep like healing themselves and they can like do things. So all of a sudden what happens is like literally a pandemic spreads in World of Warcraft. Players when they go to major cities contract this disease and die. <laughs> and the cities are Full of just those, those corpses like everyone like you just died the, the thing is the npcs could contract it but they don't die uh -huh. so they're asymptomatic carriers so you go near an npc and you don't realize they have it and then you get this disease dude the the developers come in and they can't figure out what's going on all they know is this disease is rapidly spreading to characters they don't know the source yet they ask uh -huh. players to quarantine themselves okay to try and fix the problem players won't do it most people do some people you're not going to stop me from questing you're not going to stop me from doing this and they're like please for the good of everyone so we could fix this problem can you just stop no people just no some people don't some people without any kind of organization whatsoever people start organizing themselves some people are who are like low level uh, they start running out to like the wilds together like uh, some people who are high level go to low level areas and warn people like, go, stay away. I can survive here. Like, don't go home here. Stay away. Some people are, are, like, lending their, like, healing abilities to resurrect or heal people and, like, try and keep people alive while they finish things. Like, some people... And, it's, and some people, Chris, are determined, determined to keep doing whatever they want, if not to actively spread the plague, right? So some people think it's funny and want to give people the plague, right? And then they, as the game is trying, like, quarantine and patch, they hide away. And give each other the plague, and then they come back and give it to people. So this wound up being such a like a crazy study case for like like a social experiment because they said that people actually acted as if they were themselves in real danger. Like they ran away, they went to like be safe, they like did things like there was a real pandemic. And epidemiologists literally study the social reaction to this thing happening in this video game because they were like. We think this could give us like uh, a good insight to how people would act, and people were like largely dismissive of it. And they said, "Dude, that's a video game. People would never act so selfishly in real well, life." Well, spank my ass <laughs> and call me bitch, John, because I think they fucking did. They're like, "No, dude. They were asked to quarantine. People just would." Yeah. <laughs> people wouldn't just say like, "No, I don't care." Like it's a video game. There weren't any real repercussions, so people just said. You know, I'm going to go out and do the thing. Well, it turns out, Chris, if you think there aren't repercussions, it's the same. So it's like, you know, or sometimes people don't care. Like, you tell people how bad it is and they get it and they don't care. It's some people, yep. it's even worse. Some people have parties where they try and infect each other with it. And it's yep. crazy that, like, you know, the, the parallels between these things, it's like people are people, man. There's People are patterns, right? And we don't have this pattern studied. And we can't figure out 
you know, like, like, okay, we don't know what the disease is going to do. And when we can't predict what the people are going to do either, I, I mean, it's very difficult to get to stay on top of it. Um, uh-huh. But that's why it's up to each of us, man. Uh, like you said, like LWG, I feel so bad for those guys because they were being diligent. They were trying, they were, they were doing everything they could. And one person decided like that it wasn't, you know, their problem. And it became everyone's problem. And, you know, I don't, whether or not you think whatever about the government or about whoever, you know, I would like to think that at least hopefully your peers, like the people you play the game with, you know, maybe you care a bit about them. So, you know, that's where we're we're coming from. I, I think, you know, yeah, I, I just care I, about all you guys. I care about everybody so much, man. I wouldn't want anybody to be sick or to get hurt. Yeah, and, and I'm going to say that to each and every one of you listening and each and every one of you who aren't listening or may listen in the future. When you get to this episode, just know that I don't care what was going on in this world and how much of an inconvenience it was for me. If I thought for a second that I could do you harm by being around you not knowing it, I'd bend over fucking backwards to not be around anybody as long as it took. Yeah. Just with just with the hope that when it's when it all blows over, we can all fucking hang out again. Dude, that's it. I mean, like, I'm basically like, hey, give me the twenty, the forty, the fifty step plan. I don't care. Just yeah. tell me, you know, I gotta do this for a year and it's back. Fine, whatever, let's do it. You know, like I just, you know, I'm ready to get to back just as much as you guys are, but if we don't do it the right way, they, we don't get back. So yep. I don't know. care it, what kind of bullshit's behind it. I don't care mm-hmm. what. And, and again, I'm not trying to get on any kind of political soapbox or anything like that. We're just we're, we're saying just, it doesn't matter. We're call, we're call, we're it doesn't matter. Spade. Yeah. Like the point is, it's, it's a matter of doing the right thing. Yeah. Like you know, and that's and I want to do I want to do the right thing so I can see all of you guys again. Yeah, I love each and every one of you. That listens to like this, man. What really, down to. every single person in this community, man. Uh, I care a great deal about. So, because this game, this game will die. It will. Like there's, there's just no two ways to it. This will be, this will be a card game at Gen Con that people play as like, oh, it's Saturday, eight thirty in the morning. I guess I'll go play in this Final Fantasy tournament. You mean you know, if, if this it, keeps up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I yeah. mean. Oh, well, yeah. no, we won't be able to get to fucking Gen Con because they won't have that either. Yeah. I mean, Gen Con, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, this is the, these are luxuries that we get basically for good behavior. Uh, yeah. We're being punished for bad behavior right now. So it's, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, stop throwing the tantrum in the corner and just, yeah, you know, especially grow up. And, Cause it, it makes me mad. Right. And again, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse or get on a soapbox, but this, this is why I haven't, been doing a cast in the past mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. Uh, but i'll shamelessly plug the one that cody and i have started um well i'll do which that which i enjoy again. which i enjoy yeah oh thank you um i'll plug that at the end before we sign off but like i wasn't just gonna travel for final fantasy this year uh me and irving uh irving diaz you know great great fan great fit friend you know we were talking about like traveling up and down the east coast for ufs events Fuck, we were ready. I had been playtesting a deck. I was ready. I was ready to go to Florida, jam some UFS, and like really like get into that game. My hero was supposed to be coming out like in May. Um, I was ready to fucking double dip. That I was gonna dip my fries in the ketchup and the barbecue <laughs> sauce. I was ready, so ready. And then like now, like now everything is just like pushed back. And like I, this is my favorite hobby of all time. Has been in my my entire 
life as from the moment I discovered trading card games with the Star Trek and Star Wars CCG back in like 1994. Yeah, yeah. That that was my first that was my first my first toe dip. I've been hooked to the hobby. And it's a hobby where you you're you you have to be extroverted for the most part. Um it's it's, it's a social social hobby. Mm-hmm. And I don't get to enjoy my hobby right now. And that sucks. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I mean, I'm I I feel that. And it hurts more, especially when you know they did the, they're doing the virtual Gen Con this year, and they spoiled a bunch of the My Hero cards. Fuck, I want to get out of the house and play cards more than ever. Dude, now. we should be playing with all of those. Cards. It shouldn't even be spoilers for that set. We, we should, should be, be playing with everything. I should them, be in my little seat with my t- my baby thing with my tinkers. I should be tinkering. I should tinker and toggling, man. I know, I know. Somebody was like asking me for deck lists, and I was like, dude, I've just been running these tournaments. Like that's that's where my energy is. <laughs> like I haven't yeah, tinkered. Like, there's, there's I haven't nothing... toggled. I've been playing in these things, making this stuff for you guys. I mean, I've been tinkering and toggling and and dead card games honestly because it's all yeah. equally as relevant right now like like you exactly. know what it's better for me to do is to play the game my friends are like really highly competitively into uh yeah. that are local because they're the only people i you know maybe get a chance to see sometimes you know so it's yep. it's tough um yeah, but it, you know it, but we will still be of course you know we'll be doing our locals we'll be doing our weekly so oh. we are a place we are a mecca where hopefully those who want to find a you know Whatever social aspects the internet does have to offer, uh, we are offering them to you uh, whenever we can. You know, with these tournaments, especially trying to give out some of the more locals promos. That's why we started doing the prizes for it. Is it's like, um, you know, I want it. It's not. It's less of a seasonal side quest that we're doing throughout the main year. And this is like, this is it right now, man. This is the meat and potato. This is like Final Fantasy 15. They just didn't finish this part of 2020. Like, oops, yeah. oops, we deleted 90% of it. And what oh, happened oh, to no. that deep open world experience I was used to? Yo, no, we got rid of the open world part. Now you're on rails, baby. You're going to yeah. see like four rooms for the next six months. You know, we forgot to write I'll the plot. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, uh, maybe some DLC will come out later at the end of the year and like fix things up, but who knows? Uh, right now, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the I'll, patch. I'll pay any price for that DLC. I'm waiting I'm for the patch, that right man. Now, yeah, <laughs> I need episode December very badly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be the next like time we record in the next episode yeah. of the cast. Episode December. I, yes, I no. need episode December very badly. I, I think we can at the very least, you know, we'll we'll do at least one of these monthly for you guys. I mean, I'd like to make a promise that's more frequently than that, but. Um, yeah, it's just it's what tough. is there to the talk energy. about? That's what I'm saying. Like the energy, just the energy's not there, and it's not it's not there because we're not passionate about it. It's not there because like what what's the end game? Like right now, like we we practice, we play, we do this because we we know the end game is to travel to this crystal cup. It's to travel to this. Mm-hmm. It's to do this. To to take it to take the work we've done and the time that we've spent and just take it to the next level. And those weekends are not just about playing cards. It's about hanging out with everybody. Like I, 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 I tell you this, if you play this game or if you play any card game, but you don't do anything outside of like just being like a local card shark or anything like that, get involved, man. Wow. Get involved with your community and travel, mm-hmm. plug yourself in because you'll ha- you'll have some of the best memories Good, bad, or indifferent. 
You know, you're going to have, you're going to have a great time. You're going to meet some like-minded individuals and you're going to meet some of the best friends you'll ever make in your life. But we can't do that right now unless we all just get on the same fucking page. Yeah. Like, uh, meeting new people is something I miss. I'd like to do that again. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, you know, I remember meeting new people. If we'd like to, if you'd like to meet, you know, I'd love to meet you. Uh, but we can't until, you know, let's fix it. <laughs> let's yeah. do the thing. Um, but, you know, hey, I think, you know, we talk we talk enough about that. I think everybody knows. Most of us are on the same page. You just want to get it off your chest, man. You just want to, you know, it's how I'm feeling. I just want to talk about my feelings. Yeah, dude, I, it's, it's tough. It's absolutely tough. It's been, it's been, when I, when I get excited about card games, my mind just goes right back to this shit. It's just like, stop <laughs> fucking up. I could do a four-hour podcast about, game. like, the games I've played and it's not going to be about Final Fantasy while this is, you know, (laughs) I'm like, we could do a two hour cast about the last of us two, or Uh I could do a three hour complaint cast about paper Mario origami King. But Uh I mean, I mean, what do you want? You know, I, I try, I mean, we can come up with like a best of list for you or some, some filler, but like the filler is great because it fills in the rest of like the structured episode. We got you. Got to have some bones, some meat and potatoes to go with your dinner, Chris. Yeah, I don't. I don't like just veggies. I love vegetables, but I like to have them on the side with some, you know, some meat. Yeah, like oh, here's just green beans uh, for oh, four or five I mean, months. I like green beans. I like green beans too, but not for five months, dude. Yeah, just saying. Just <laughs> fucking saying. I mean, almondina, maybe you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, hey, 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 you know, hey. Uh, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, ooh, green bean almond bean. I'd like to summon that to the table. You know, that's got some serious, oh, some serious PSI. <laughs> cool, that, that, is, that is some next level PSI. Some serious. I'll, I'll pull that shit out of anybody's break zone. <laughs> Just start saying, "Damn, I'd love to summon that to the table." I pull that shit out of oh, any break mm. zone. Mm, that's PSI right there. Fucking almond. That's a serious PSI. <laughs> Give me that, that almond bean. They call me John Almond Dean. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's the name. That's that's your that's your alter ego. That's scat. my set, my alter alter. Yeah, there he is, John Almondine. <laughs> the album the album is coming out soon. You play us off, John. <laughs> no, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry it was kind of doom and gloomy, but I, I had a lot to get off my chest. Um, hey, we're just here know, being open, being honest with you guys. You know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still here to entertain you guys. I, I miss doing this regularly. I miss having stuff to talk about. But I'm going to shamelessly plug, like I said, um, if you are, if you're hankering for some entertainment, uh, everyone's fa- <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, uh, with the you know two of the guys with the best hair in the biz, uh, myself and Cody Snodgrass, we have started um, an anime podcast. We call it Shonen and Suds. Um, we've got a Facebook page. I know a lot of you have already, uh, you know, made your way over there. You've checked some, you've checked us out and I definitely appreciate that. Um, John, all we do is, uh, we just talk about anime and drink beer. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, please do. Um, we just, uh, last night we just recorded our second episode, which is the first half of Cowboy Bebop. So that should be coming out actually tomorrow. Bang, baby. Oh, indeed. Indeed. So with that, John, I want you to play us off with the uh, with the bebop theme and scat. Scat beat up bow.
Thanks once again for listening to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can head on over to rvareturners.com.